0: Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Willicombe. Welcome to Parenting Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel
1: better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping.
0: Or hopefully how they're not coping.
1: And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener,
0: with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
1: of a detour. Oh, wait, we're not recording.
0: Go. Can I tell you what I think happened? Yeah. You're using AirPods again? Yeah. And as soon as you open your phone, it's switched to the phone? Correct. Yep. So at what point was you shocked by that?
1: I just thought, well, I just thought this is coming through very clearly in my ear,
0: which is worrying.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. You've got to get some fucking headphones. The thing that would break this podcast is you and your headphones.
1: But AirPods are fine, aren't
0: they? What was wrong with that? Are are they fine? Are they fine?
1: Are they fine? not now? No. Right. So what headphones do I buy? Old person's headphones with a lead. Yes. They're not the big ones, though, are they? Because that that makes my ears hot and I get tired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell.
1: I can't podcast with big headphones. My ears get absolutely boiling. (sighs) You do get hot easy, don't you? Yeah. I'm... Nordic or whatever I am, I don't know what I am. Right. Shall I start? Yeah, but you might need to play the message. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, At I've turned stage... the Bluetooth off on my phone. I've
0: turned the Bluetooth off, off on my phone, so it won't do it. Right, so do you want me, do you want me to play it? Or do you want to no, do no, it? No, I can play it. Here we go. Okay. Hello, you're listening to Parenting in oh, Hell. for fuck's sake. Go. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with...
3: Olivia, can you say
0: Rob Beckett? Can you say
2: Josh
0: Widdicombe? Josh please.
1: Close. There we go. That is 23-month-old Olivia. We've been listening to your pod since the day one. Our girls are similar ages to Josh's, so we find listening to you incredibly funny and relatable. On listening back to Olivia's attempt, sounds like someone is farting, but I assume it's actually the zip on the grow bag. Yes, it did sound like a zip, I thought. Thanks for keeping us laughing. Imogen, not imagine.
0: It sounded like they were in a spa. Yeah it did there was a kind of music at the background wasn't there but there we go. Um, Josh can I apologize for being harsh with you about your headphones cuz I'm just fine. Hung up, I'm hung over. I'm not well. This is
1: there was a lot of people well. saying that they like the episodes where we're in the worst
0: state and I think they're about to get another one. <laughs> I I feel all right. You you're a bit a bit tired. we have had a very busy few weeks haven't we? That's Fucked the thing. Cuz our schedule of recording these are quite full on but we've also got other jobs. Yeah, that was the problem. Do you want to
1: tell me about your week and I'll tell you about mine or shall we do you know what? I think yours is more exciting, so should we get mine
0: out of the way? Yeah, go on. Now let's lead with yours. Let's lead with yours. Well, okay, well well I, I, I have been a bit stressed recently, but then I I'll say something to Lou about it and then she said, Well Rob, you probably are stressed because in six weeks you're doing an arena tour. You're doing three episodes of Rob and Romesh, which is quite labour-intensive, yeah. like travel. And on top of that, your Radio 2 show, the Periton in podcast. You're also hosting the BAFTAs and we are moving house. And I was like, Joe, yes. that is quite a lot in six weeks, isn't it? That is enough to make you a bit stressed. The great thing about us, Rob,
1: is, you know, we're both either incredibly busy or we're not that busy. Well, yeah. actually, this is the first time I've ever not that busy coming up. Yeah. It's like our lives never sink. There's never a period when we're both really busy.
0: Or one of us is really chilled. Like It's always separate. Yeah. We're never both off at the same time. But that's why it works, isn't it? Because there's always one sad one. Exactly, because one of us is always hating our lives. We can't both be happy
1: or the show would, no. would, no, would not exactly. work, with it? And so I'm looking forward to the next six weeks because I've got basically six weeks off apart from this, whereas you are having basically all of the work from your
0: year Put into six weeks. Yeah, it'll be fine though. I feel I feel fine about it. But I'm I'm a bit hungover because I'm I'm in Manchester. So I don't, where, to, yeah. where should I start? I'll talk about last night. Should I talk about last night?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's difficult for me to say, Rob, where to start with your week because I've not got much
0: frame of reference. But you went to Manchester versus Arsenal. Went to Man City because so basically, my mate James is a big Arsenal fan. Lives in New York, and he messaged me going, oh. I'd love to come to some Arsenal games next season. And then literally, weirdly, that day, a Man City message saying, "I oh, would Rob like to come to the Arsenal Man City games. They I like to have away fans there. And I yeah. have to be interviewed on this stage thing, a fan zone thing. And then... Oh, yeah, I've walked past that at Man City, actually, when I went to Man City. So that's before the game. Yeah, before the game. And then watched the game in a box, like hospitality. So yeah. I thought, Do you know what? So I went up. My mate James was coming. Lloyd... I thought I had two tickets. I had four tickets. We didn't realise till last minute. So All I have right. got Lloyd because he's like rent a crowd. Lloyd, he goes everywhere, especially up north. He loves the game of football. And then my mate Dom as well. Anyway, Lloyd's mates with the Blossoms. But there's going to be a lot of name dropping in this episode. So just well, you haven't started that. yet. You've had Lloyd Griffith and the Blossoms. So I wouldn't worry about that. So <laughs> it's not far. the Blossoms. It's Blossoms, and they are a huge deal in Manchester. Okay. Yeah, they are a huge deal in Stockport. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so it's us, and then we get up there, and then well, I'm drunk by the time we get there at six, so then then he puts us on this stage. Is this a, is this a Euro 2020 situation? It's like your reunion tour. If I weren't in the hospitality, it would be a complete recreation, but you can't get that drunk in hospitality because it's you know, everything's too sensible. Oh, I don't know. You weren't at Plymouth versus Bolton. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got battered in that box. Anyway, and then we were, this was before the Liverpool Liverpool game, we decided to do this when Arsenal were like nine points clear. And then since we agreed to go, Arsenal haven't won a game. So now he's coming over from New York. Because we were like, if we lose, it doesn't matter because we'll still be X amount of points ahead. Anyway, we get in the box and my mate James, I've not seen him for four years. And in my life, I've got more famous in four years. And he's never, I've never seen him in New York. He's never seen me in London. So... He's a bit he, – and when you're, you've been on the He's telly – He's starstruck. You're, no, not starstruck, but he was a bit confused about why people wanted photos because – Right, yeah. yeah. I, you know, he doesn't really watch British TV over there. And all my other mates get quite used to – you get quite used to your friend being on the telly, and it's gradual. Yeah, yeah. But he was a bit sort of shocked. And then and then we got to the box, and then he lost his head because Colo Torre was in there, Noel Gallagher.
1: Yeah. So you just, just for people
0: who aren't into football. ex Arsenal player. Ex Arsenal and Man City. Yes, Arsenal and Man City. Um, so is that then we bump into Paul Dickoff, ex Arsenal Man City. Yeah. Um, Jack Whitehall was in the pub beforehand with us, and he was like, "Is that Jack White?" I was like, "Yeah." And then we get in the box. Noel Gallagher's in there. Ted Lasso and the Ted Lasso yeah. crew. Jason Sudeikis and yeah. which was quite funny because Lloyd's in Ted Lasso, isn't he? Oh, very briefly. Very briefly, but he gives it the bigger light. He's one of the guys. So I was oh, quite no. keen to oh, see. No. Oh, no, oh, no. And I, oh, I wouldn't say he's, like, in the inner circle. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, Rob. So uh, that was fine, but we were sat behind Jason Sudeikis, and he um, was with his kid. Yeah.
1: Was one of the high-flying birds there failing to get in the inner circle of <laughs> Noel Gallagher as well? <laughs>
0: This is the starriest box in the world. Jill Scott was in there as well. Anyway, so we sat behind Jason Sedakis and he's there with his kid and it's a really beautiful shot because it's like his kid's cuddling into him and then you've got Man City and Arsenal in the full stadium going mad in the background. And I said to Lloyd, oh, mate, that's a, that's a beautiful photo. You should take it for him and send it to him. Like, if I saw you and your daughter, like, you know, like, yeah. at a thing and it was a really good – because you're my mate and I work with you, I'd take the photo and go, oh, Josh, I found there was a really nice photo of you and your, your daughter, yeah, you know. I said to Joe Lloyd, and this is what like, <laughs> I went, oh, no. I, you should take a photo of that and send it to him. He was like, What? I went, take a take a photo of his and he was like, nah. I went, <laughs> I went, nah. I went, No. I went, What? No. I went yeah, but he's your mate, and he like you <laughs> way- <laughs> was like, nah. Well, went a bit weird, isn't it? I went, well no, yeah, he's weird if you don't know him, but you're giving it the bigger like, oh, it's me waiting from work's coming. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, oh no. Anyway, we're in there. No Gallagher's in there. I'm struggling a little bit because it's Noel Gallagher.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest with you. That is for me, there's only one name in that box that's really setting the pulse racing. No like, e. G. It's rare, it's rare that you meet so in our job, you meet people like I wouldn't be going, fucking hell, you met Colo Torre, but Noel Gallagher's one of the people that is really exciting to me. Well,
0: exactly, and it's difficult because you know he's got a sort of reputation. Anyway, I know him for a mutual friend. As I see him, I'm like, I don't mind, I give him a fuck. It's a weird sort of... If you're, off the, like, if you're famous, yeah, thumbs up. that kind of, like, Beatle owners. You have to acknowledge someone else who's famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, there's a thumbs up, and then, obviously, he's concentrating on the game. He stands up for quite a lot of the game. It's not really a problem because of his height. <laughs> Are you
1: sure? Isn't he? I've met him before. He's short. Surpri- like, right? This is coming from me. He's surprisingly short.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm not massive either. But anyway, really, no, no, he's no. quite. He's quite quiet. But then, as soon as Man City win, he walks in as like. Oh, fucking, thanks for coming, lads, and just like laughing at us. Is he
1: doing the walk? Like the kind of Gallagher-esque walk.
0: Yeah, he's doing the walk towards the end because he's happy that they've won, right? Yeah. Anyway, so we're all chatting and he's a really nice bloke and he's really friendly and happy and, and he's getting drunk and laughing and take the piss out of Arsenal, which is fine. Um, and then started telling me that mathematically Newcastle could finish above us, and I was like, no, I'm not having that, mate. But um, but then I wanted obviously wanted a picture with Noel because it's Noel, but I yeah. didn't want to ask. So I literally just threw my mates under the bus. Went, no, you don't mind, do you? My mates want a picture. He's like, oh, of course, Rob, don't worry about it. Obviously, I'm in it. I'm in the photo as well. (laughs) But I just, but I played it like, you know, what it's like, absolute nightmare. These mugs want a photo. Obviously, I don't, and I'm in it like that, trying to get in it. Anyway, so it was really good, but it was quite exciting. About. It's obviously exciting meeting. They'll go like, Did
1: you mention parenting and whether he wants to talk to her about it for 50 minutes?
0: Absolutely not. No. Rob! But you know, people in bands like that, I've listened to Oasis all my life and at quite important moments, they're quite for Laddie, a Laddie group. They have a strong yeah. emotional connection with blokes, more so than you'd expect from anything Laddie. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's sort yeah. of an unsaid thing. But I'd say most blokes have cried to an Oasis song at some point. Yeah. Or it's made yeah. you feel incredible, but but that's the thing you can't really. I think if you meet ever meet any of your musical idols, you cannot talk to them about the song, because it means no. so much more to you than them. So you want to go, oh yeah, that song that because I used to listen to that, but they don't care. It's weird. It's that they don't want to know that you've connected to it emotionally. It makes it really odd. If you're just having a beer after the football to be like, yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I, I got broken up and I used to listen to that and it made me feel good about it. Like, yeah, thank yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. like, yeah, fuck yeah. off you little rat. Get out of it. Yeah, exactly. He's so heard I, it. I think my advice would be don't ever mention no. music. Just but, let them bully you about football. Yeah, that's fine. Also you're at, you're at their ground. You've been smashed for one. You've got, you've got to take it. What was difficult was afterwards is like a bar and I'd say 25 Man City fans come up to me I was like, enjoy that. You enjoy that? Oh, God. No, obviously, because we lost. Like, what do oh, we say? Oh, God. Um, but this happened and this was really awkward. I'd say it's the most awkward moment of my entire life, Josh. Yes, please. Yes, please. It was so awkward. I had to physically hide. I crouched down behind a car oh, to my hide. God. Oh, my God. So let's go back to James, my mate James, absolute legend. See the New Yorker. He, New Yorker. He's James, right? He's the loveliest, most non-assuming guy ever. When he's pissed, he's an absolute liability. But not a really bad one. He's not fighting or kicking off. He'll just he just you just won't realise he's absolutely battered. And then he'll either you'll either lose him, you'll just get lost in somewhere that you shouldn't get lost. He got lost coming out of the ground. There was one exit. The other place was the pitch. Right. He didn't he, go on the pitch, did he? No, he didn't go on the pitch. He'll fall asleep and stuff like that. And yeah. he really cares about Arsenal. If Arsenal lose, I'm like, that's a shame, whatever. He will just sit there going, oh, come on. But what? And just like three hours later in the pub, when everyone else is having a drink, he'll shout about someone not tracking back. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So we're in the box and someone from City goes, uh, Rob, would you and your friends like to meet the players after the game? Oh, so no. So like, okay, that, that sounds amazing, sure. But that also sounds high stakes. Huge high stakes. They've just lost 4 1 as well. So they're not going to be in the best mood. Also, I don't know if it's Man City or Arsenal or what, but also they're all about 21. They don't care about me. And I'm like a 40 year old bloke just trying, and I don't want to ask a 20 year old boy to have a photo. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I respect and admire these footballers, but I don't want to be fangirling them. I don't even want to be their friends. It would just be awkward because they'll always be wearing horrible jeans and I have to just stand there pretending to know about Drake. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I don't want this smoke. No. But I'm like, okay, but I'm one of those people that's like, I'm open to a new experience. Yeah, you've got to meet them given the option. Right, yeah. But so when we get down there, we're not really meeting and we're in this corridor, which is from the dressing room to the car park, and there's like a no. a horde. It's basically, you know, like the NTAs where you meet people on the red carpet and all the all the autograph hunters are behind a, like a, right, a barrier. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we get shuffled around. They're just four 40-year-old blokes. And then there's young kids and there's people that look like they've won competitions or it's like a, they're from a charities and they're, they're, they're waiting there to meet the players. And they've got shirts, they've got cameras, they're ready to go. So I'm yeah. stood there and then like... I thought, this is a bit awkward. Then Trossard comes out, Arsenal player, and refuses to have a photo of a kid. And the kid's oh, like, no. can I get a photo? And he oh, went, no. oh, next no. time. I'm like, next time? <laughs> a, there is no next time for this kid. But I, I also get it as well, that if he has a photo and he's all smiling and that goes online, people are like, what are you doing smiling after the game? We've just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. difficult for footballers. It's a difficult so situation. Said, yeah, but I was like, oh, that's... And then I'm like, I'm stood there. And he, he shuffles past, but it's a bit like a, you know, at a funeral, where you shake all the people's hands that come.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, Because yeah.
0: Arsenal have just been they've lost the league. Oh, they've been demolished. God. The oh, mood the mood is awake. Oh my, awake. God. Oh, my god. And you can hear all the Man City like players still laughing and joking and singing. Oh my god. So now god. I'm just stood in this corridor and these Arsenal players and they've all got black tracksuits on, I well, suppose it looks like they're in mourning, right? So the the lady, lovely ladies with us, she said, Oh, um, Actually, it's a bit awkward around here. Should we, do you want to go around here? It might be a bit easier for you. I was like, okay. And I don't really know what I'm like signing up to. In the end, we're now we're in the car park, right, <laughs> by the coach and all the cars. And it's two security guards, me my mate, who's an Arsenal fan, who's absolutely shit faced, Lloyd yeah. and Dom, who sports Bradford, right? Yeah. And we're all, and Lloyd obviously knows a lot of players as well, because they're through Soccer AM and he's got loads of ma- he's mates with Ramsdale and stuff like that. So he sort of half knows them, but we're being moved around like we're competition winners. Like it's, oh my uh, God. This and is and awesome. then, so anyway, I'm just stood there and then it's, well, I don't know what's going on. And then was Nathan Aki comes out, who's Man City's sort of reserve centre back, nice guy. Yeah. And nice uh, guy. the security guards goes. They would like a photo. I'm like, oh no, oh no, no, like, no. I don't no, want no. a photo. I don't want a photo. I don't want to not have a photo. But I don't want to. I don't want to. Photo. Like also, especially, I don't want to have photos of Man City players after they've beaten Arsenal. Like, so, like that's not okay. <laughs> so in the end, Dom took one for the team, and I was like, Dom, you're gonna have to have a photo with him, and we had to pretend that it was Dom. And now Dom's got a photo of Aki, right? And then I'm like, oh god, this is really awkward. And then then this is the bit that, like... Yeah. That, that, but but James, my mate James, isn't used to these sort of things. No. Well, very few people are used to being put in a car park and told to have a photo of Nathan Also, <laughs> He's been with Ted Lasso, Noel Gallagher, yeah. Jack Wilde. But he doesn't understand. He's like, this is not what he's used to at all. Yeah. And then uh, Martin Odegaard, Rob Holding, and Ben White come out. Okay? Arsenal. All Arsenal. Uh, for all people. Arsenal players. Some of the biggest names at Arsenal in a while. In yeah, a while. and also two like, British guy, English guys that... I, I think I've met before, but I'm not sure. An event. Oh, God. And I'm like, oh, God, this is awkward because I'm just sitting in the car park and I'm worried <laughs> oh, that God. the stewards oh, are going to say they oh, want a God. photo, right? Oh, no, no. Okay, oh, no, But he didn't oh, no, ask no. that because James All right. starts clapping Martin, Rob, Ben, it's not over. We can still do oh. it. Keep the chin oh, no. up, lads. And I'm like, what are oh, you no. doing? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> but
0: he's, but he's, he's doing it drunk. So he's like, lads, come. So I'm like, this is all, I can't. And I'm like, it, first of all, it is over. The league's definitely over. Like, it's mental. It is absolutely insane. It's like, did they see you? I Well, Lloyd, Lloyd fell to the floor and hid in the corner. I walked behind a car and sat down. And I've, I've never dropped my mate out quicker. Dom, who's a Bradford fan, stood there. What's going on? But it was like so. It was so awkward because he was, he was like, cheer, he was like clapping them like Mark. Why Michaela was he stood?
1: Did they have to walk past him?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like next, like like as close as if he was in a lift. Oh my fucking. But God. he's given. But, and I'm just like, and he's and obviously James is just a massive fan, and he's not yeah. used to this sort of. But it's like, he was applauding them like you would if you're in the stands. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's and it's great because well. he cares, and he's and he's oh, really upset. Great. Yeah. Well, he, he's coming from a good place because he's upset that Arsenal have lost, yeah, yeah. and they look so sad. And He was trying to cheer him up. Oh god, I still and I still get red when I think about it. Oh god, how did they react? He said Martin Odegaard winked at him, <laughs> <laughs> but I was hid behind a car. That is mortifying. But I, I'm sorry, I don't want to mean like James. I love you, James. And if you, I don't even know if he listens to this. How, have you spoken to him this morning? No. We were, we were both so drunk, though. And the drunk the night before. It's quite... I've been, I've been so pissed for two days.
1: Yeah, it's not like you. Because remember, remember the last 90. time
0: you got drunk two days in a row? Uh, not for ages. And I've genuinely not had more than two drinks for about six months. And then... because yeah. Because James came and then we were just in Manchester. Did you have a night I got out put, in Manchester? Like two bloody lads. Lou said, Go and have a couple of days with your mate. It's more boozy when I'm not on tour than when I am on tour. Yeah. I didn't drink on tour. And then, but we just sat in the sun. It was really sunny in Manchester on Tuesday and just got like drunk in the sun. And then it got, yeah. and then we hadn't eaten. And then we all got giggly and giddy and got carried away and then carried on to the next. That's my voice is bad. But. How late were you out, Rob? I'm living vicariously through you th- these days. How late were you out? Well, no, we started drinking at midday on the Tuesday. Oh, word. And then um went to Ricky Gervais. And then when I was in bed by 11, but half eleven so it wasn't it too bad but yeah I just I just haven't got it in me anymore it's over
3: hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? well why didn't you say so? just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting
1: go to your happy place for
2: a Happy price. Got your happy price. Priceline.
0: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Um, oh, kid stuff, though. Sorry, that was a massive tangent. But from the kid stuff, um, the two things we need to talk about yeah. one is the pile. What's the pile? So cause we're moving right. And I don't know about your house, but basically there's always clean washing on the spare room bed. That's basically where it goes. And then at some point it's supposed to go in a cupboard or a drawer. Yeah. 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 We're never really on top of that. doesn't really happen. We sort of live off that bed, but then cause we've got these really old rackety Ikea furniture that we need to get rid of cause we don't want to take to a new place, but no one will have mm. them. They're like falling apart, covered in felt tips and stickers. So I've broken them all up and put them in the skip and then put the clothes that are in there on the on the pile to, uh, Either go to charity shop, be rehung up, work out what's fits, and then I've been working, Lou's been working. The pile's out of control, mate. All of oh the clothes, no. there's nothing, there's no clothes anywhere apart from the pile. And now the girls are referring to it as the pile. Oh no! And so, and then when we had a babysitter, <laughs> the, the, one of my daughters got the, the top dirty, and then uh, the babysitter went, "Okay, oh, you where your well, let's get you, let's get you some new clothes. Where are they?" And they haven't got any wardrobes or drawers in their rooms now. The kids and the yeah. kids were like. They're on the pile. And the babysitter was like, what's the pile? And then Lou always shuts the spare room door when we have anyone over. But it's like, you know, like Monica's yeah. closet in Friends. And then my daughter showed the babysitter the pile. And we're both living in shame about the pile. We've con- done a video. We're contemplating showing social media the pile to shame us into sorting it out. Because it is disgusting. Yeah, of course. Like I did with my car. Is the pile worse than my car? Do you know what? It's worse, but it's not as disgusting because it's all clean. So yeah. the room's clean and the stuff's clean. Let me. I'm going to send you the send pile, the pile. Um, and you can see the pile. We're ashamed of it, but hopefully, if we come out as pi- come out as pilers, we can make other pilers feel okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Think, like, we can't be the only one with an out of control pile. But the pile started creeping downstairs, Josh. So what's on it? All of your clothes. <laughs> All of the clothes. So basically, when we do the washing and it's clean, I say we, mainly Lou. We'll bring it up and put it on the spare room bed, sort of get it out of the kitchen. Fucking Nora, Rob. <laughs> that pile. It's bad,
1: Fucking how?
0: <laughs> that is mental. That I know. is unbelievable. Because it's not just clean clothes, it's clothes that need to be either thrown away because they're stained oh or sent to a cherry God, shop. It's insane. an organisation job, isn't it? It's unbelievable. I know it's awful, isn't it? Um oh so you know. I say my daughter wasn't sleeping very well anyway. So we've started bribing her by saying, if you slay in your bed and don't come back out, you can get those little bunnies that they love from Sainsbury's where you put like a quid in the machine and get a bunny. So, um, they're two quid a go, But since we've said that she slept through the whole night, three nights in a row. So it's six quid yeah. down. Yeah. And every morning she comes in and goes, do I get a bunny? And then you oh, go, shit. yes. However, I'm just looking at this from a budgeting point of view. I think two quid a night's worth it for a good night's sleep. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not not bad, Rob.
0: If you say your kid will never wake you up in the night for two quid, right? you are taking that deal every day. yeah, of
1: course. Yeah, every day it's like buying a coffee, isn't it? It's like buying a coffee. Yeah. You don't think about buying a coffee, and
0: the the energy you'll get from sleeping through the night is better than the coffee. Take away the need for the coffee. exactly, exactly, rob. but the only the the main worry is bunnies. Once she's got all... Because she'll get all the bunnies after about a month. Yeah, but then you could change it to something else of equal value. Yeah, but I'm I just saying that at the moment we're paying two quid a night. How old is she? I don't think it's bad. Five. So if you're looking at another 13 years of that... You, I'm not having an 18-year-old coming in in the morning going, do I get my bunny? I say, no. you've got." There's more problems going on. If you're still up for the bunny at 18, we've got bigger fish to fry, I'm afraid. I
1: had a, I had a similar situation, Rob. You know, yeah. I said I was going to do um, learning to ride a bike. Yeah. So I don't think I updated on this. I don't think I updated on. on learning to ride a bike. I said to my daughter, because her bike, she's had it since her third birthday. I think right, okay. it was. Unused, basically. Yeah? yeah. Classic. We've left it in the garden enough that it's gone quite rusty. Right, sure. So I said, when you learn to ride your bike, I'll buy you a new bike.
0: Okay. Because well, she sort of needs one, and you assume that's going to
1: take a little while. I was like, well, she needs a new bike, and this will make her learn to ride a bike. Also, I don't think she's going to learn to ride a bike at this stage, so I'm pretty confident I'm not buying a new bike. Yeah. 24 hours later, she's learned to ride a bike, Rob. Okay. So I'm down a bike, straight away. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't believe it happened, to the point where I was holding on to her, and she was going, stop holding on to me, and then she just rode off. <laughs>
0: So you got, have you bought her a bike, or no. what are you getting her? I'd say we go to the shop. Yeah, you better, better get to be sized up. Shop. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have we got? We've got like a Ridgeway or something like that. They're pretty good. Have you? The old Ridgeways. And then they can just adjust them until they're about seven. Um, what else is going on with you, Josh?
1: Because her bike at the moment is quite small. She looks like, you know, when a clown rides a
0: really small bike. So will you be able to use it when she gets a new one, then? <laughs> she wants me to get a bike so we can go on bike rides. <laughs> That's nice.
1: Oh, I can't. I don't know. Can you Rob. not ride a bike? She, she doesn't get. Can I you can swim? Yes, I can ride a bike. Can you but, swim? Um, I, I can ride a bike, and so um, can you swim though? I can ride a bike. Let's move. Can you not that's swim? what we're talking. No, I can't swim. We've discussed this before at length. Or lengths. <laughs> at length. At, at, wh- yeah. at
0: whips. More like with you or yeah. Um What? So are you gonna? You've got to learn to swim though. I know it's on the list, but the list <laughs> is currently. So you've got drive in for rose, you for swimming. What else is on your list?
1: Oh, pick up some glasses from the opticians. <laughs> Tidy up is on my list.
0: Tidy up.
1: All right, Mister Pile. At least I know, I know. some I
0: know. of us are trying to tidy up. I ah, know. Sorry, just tidy up. He's like that. That that's just got to be on the list every day at some point, though. That like you're never getting that off the list. That's a. It's like that's like writing down breathing.
1: No, but I've got to sort out my office. Maybe that's right, why we've okay. got
0: to tidy up. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So what? So what's this learning to swim plan?
1: Well, I'll learn to swim. I'm, it's not really a plan. <laughs> no, just, no, I'm because you're tired. You <laughs> Tired, Rob. So, does your daughter go swimming lessons? Uh, no, because she's starting at school next year. So we've let it. We've let it um, go slack because we never pick up the slack, Yeah, yeah, she's been quite a few times. She did swimming lessons, and then they changed the way that you book them on the website oh, right. of the leisure centre, and it was too annoying. So, how come you never learnt? Because oh, I was allergic to chlorine. <laughs> yes. I remember. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: oh. <laughs> What happens when you get in chlorine? No, I'm all right. You now. Sink. <laughs> oh, you're all right now though, just your yeah. skin was bad. Right. So yeah, I suppose you can't go yet. Yeah. Can you just learn to swim in the sea? That's a tough place to learn in it, the sea. Tough place to learn the sea, isn't it? <laughs> in a way you fucking answer. I'd say I'd say, you know,
1: things that could go wrong outweigh things that could go right <laughs> in that situation. <laughs>
0: What is that to take my three year old into the sea? There's a lot more to lose than gain by right? <laughs> when you learn to swim in the sea, I'd say. All oh, that salt water That would be good for your skin, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. Um, when people say they can't swim. No, I can I could get in a swimming pool and do some strokes. You could do
1: lengths. Breaststroke. I could, I don't know if I could do a length. I do breaststroke with my arms
0: and kick with my legs, crawl with my right. legs, breaststroke with my arms. Could you jump into a pool and swim to the bottom and up again? Or would that panic? No,
1: yet? fuck that.
0: Really? Yeah. Unless it was the shallow end. So I just just forgot. I think you should... Why don't you do a little TV show?
1: I don't want to learn on... I want to do something that's not documented by the fucking
0: TV cameras or podcasts. (laughs) I just want a private moment in the swimming pool. (laughs) You want a private moment in the swimming pool? (laughs) So it's going to be stressful, though. What's going to happen, though, Josh, is if you can't swim... so. I know you don't need this. You're getting stressed. But you're, as soon so as your tired. daughter has proper lessons, like mine now, will swim you off into the deep end. So if they're yeah. in the deep end, are you going to allow them to go in the deep end? Because I'd be quite anxious watching them swim Runs away. Rose can
1: fucking go. I do all the fucking driving.
0: <laughs> Rose <Runs> can go. <laughs> sorry
1: Oh. oh, sorry. Oh, I'm so <laughs> tired, Rob. I'm absolutely fucked. Your hair's
0: gone massive as well. I know you're tired oh, now. I don't care. Um,
1: I do care, that's <laughs> why. We've
0: got Birmingham Marina tomorrow, Josh. You better have up for that.
1: I will, I will. I can turn it on, as uh, Nick Knowles will attest, having been on the wheel with me. Um, anyway. Yeah, tell us who was on the wheel. So I did, I did and then I went to the gym, I yep. was like, I've got the car here. I've got a car. It's really far away, the wheel. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute win. Just a bit of time to myself, read my book, listen to my music. Did the wheel, then um, get home about 11, go straight to bed, Car 7.15 in the morning for Portrait artists of the year. Ooh. I mean, a very different type of show. I really, from one to the other. How
0: far away? How's the journey? What's the journey for Portrait artists? About an hour. About an hour.
1: I'm late for the car, obviously, but there we mm. go. You're late um, for everything,
0: aren't you? I, I am, yeah. I was early today. Well, not really. I was on time. You was on time, but you were also eating a bowl of porridge that we had to watch you eat for three minutes. And yeah. then when we did start, your headphones didn't work. I wouldn't say that's early. <laughs> <laughs> if we worked in an office and I was like the boss and you were one of the employees, we would be like, that yeah. bloody hell, that Josh is in <laughs> early. to work. He's an achiever. <laughs> He's a crafter. He turned up on time eating his breakfast without headphones. This guy's ready to go. (laughs) Oh my life. (laughs) And also that porridge is way too hot to eat. The steam coming off it as you put it in your mouth. I couldn't believe it. (sighs) I didn't know what to do, mate.
1: (laughs) Um, Portrait Artist of the Year with Shirley Ballas. Oh, right. So you're both getting drawn together. No, 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 not posing together. There's three different celebrities. Right. An opera singer who, full disclosure, I wasn't aware of beforehand, but he was a hoot. Yeah,
0: and you're all being drawn separately.
1: Yeah, yeah, painted, yeah. You get three, three artists drawn. painting you.
0: I don't get how it works. So do they all have to paint someone different or they'll paint all three of you in You get in nine artists, three, right, three, three, yeah, three okay. for each. And they, can they choose you or do they get given you? They don't know who they're going to get. Right, okay. And are they excited to see you? They all buzzing? Is there a little clap, mm-hmm. little applause? Uh, as you I, I did
1: hear um, Joan Bakewell interviewing one of my artists and asked. she asked if they were a fan of me and he said he'd never heard of me. So that was a yeah.
0: I don't. I don't think that'll make me end it though.
1: But um, you know, I think, it, I think it will. Had a lovely day. You have to sit for four hours, Rob. Four hours. So, so the four separate hours. You get
0: a little break each hour. What's your position?
1: My, that was my position.
0: Just sat back in a chair. Yeah. Is that comfy? Did you regret the position? I did after a while because the, one of my legs went dead. Right. Because I would crossed my legs. So four hours. Are you? You're not allowed to. Just, are you talking?
1: No, no, no. It's every every hour you get up for a bit. You get a little break every
0: hour. Right, so you just sit for an hour without moving or talking at all? You can chat to the artists. You can move a little bit. They'll tell you if you can, you know. I'd end up just doing a, like a new material gig. Yeah, I bet you would. So I fuck that painting off. Just sit down let's have a chat. <laughs> I had such a big lunch as well. That was such a mistake. <sighs> oh. Yeah, but So you got there at 7, a. 8, 9am. and then, So what time did you get home? Uh, about 5.30, 6. They have you all day? Yeah, it's a, like a job, Rob. Oh, my God, no. Well, no, but no, you're in and out, mate, four hours. No but you're not just doing
1: 4 hours are you because there's little breaks there's a lunch break You've got to have a chat interviews all that kind of stuff right, okay. you made a TV show before rob yeah but I've I've really got to like it to be there all day well, I did, I left not thinking that you'd enjoy it, but I instantly texted Tom Allen and
0: said, "I've got the show that you would love to do." I, I can't, I couldn't sit there for four hours. I'd go so or unless they let me lie down and go asleep, and I'll do, I'll do it yeah, then. I, I just don't think it was for you, Rob. But I had one of the best days of my life. Did you do that angle of like you're tired and you're just going to go asleep?
1: No, because um, I wasn't, I wasn't that tired in the morning. I was buzzed up.
0: I right, was excited. Enough. Yeah, and then <laughs> after exciting. lunch. I was in a. Well, that's, your, a that's your problem, Josh. Is that's why you have, because you get this tired, but like for the gig tomorrow. Because I love if, doing these things. Exactly. So you'll get a buzz of energy and adrenaline and the show will go great. But then once that excitement's gone, then you crash. So that's exactly. why you always keep going, isn't it? But that's, You've got to tie Well, the, off that's the
1: problem. Off. It's like, do you, I really want to do this show. I enjoy doing the wheel. I yeah. really <laughs> wanted to do Portrait Artist of the Year. I want to do our tour. It's not like I'm, you know, this I'm is, not like someone like a in It's speech. I'm not someone in the city who's going, I hate my job, but when I'm 50, I'm going to quit and I'm never going to work again. I'm going, I can't believe I get to do these things, so I'm going to do them. And before I know it, I'm doing 10 of them in the fucking week. That's what (laughs)
0: happens. Right, okay. (laughs) And you still can't swim yet. And you haven't tidied up. Oh, God,
1: Rob, I haven't tidied up.
2: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
1: Um, right. Um We haven't really talked about kids, but that's fine. That shows no, our lives. Next it's week, just slice of life, guys. This is be what be more we do kids
0: when work comes down for especially for you next week, Josh. Um yeah. Right. Um oh should we do a small business shout out? So oh you know I mentioned that woman that said, Did you get that email about my charity? And I said, I probably won't be able to read that. Michael will sort it out. It's here. It's here. Here we go. So it does work. The system does work. Small business shout out. Hi, Rob and Josh. I'd love a SBS for a charity I co-founded, which helps food banks across the country. It's called Bank the Food. We offer a free app, which will send you a ping when you're at the supermarket telling you what your local food bank needs. Giving you a reminder at the precise time that reminder is needed. This makes sure food banks get exactly what they need and not just baked beans. In the short time we've been running, we've amassed over 31 1,500 users on the app, supporting over 350 food banks across the UK. Food banks are a sad reality at the moment for many families, but weekly donations are down because of the cost of living crisis. We are simply asking people to download our free app, follow the local food bank, and if they're in a position to donate, to give what they can. Joe Lysick kindly voiced our promotional film for us last year, which made a huge difference to highlight our work and support the food banks we work with. Best wishes, Emma. Um, So that's really good because actually sometimes if there's certain people that need certain things at those food banks, they can send you a little message on your app and you can get that and donate it. And I think that's a very clever way of doing it, Josh, don't you?
1: Yeah, I think that is really good. I think, um, oh, I'm so tired, Rob, I'm fucked.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but tired or just, not, you're a big fan of people that donate to food banks. I am. I'm yeah. on myself. Right. Do you want to do one? <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's been tired and not talking. <laughs> I'm <laughs> save myself. We've for got to interview Peter Andre and Image Lily in a minute, know. mate.
1: And I'm saving. I'm honestly Rob. I am. Um, hi Rob and Josh. I would like to dedicate this small business shout out to my sister Fran. Fran has spent the last couple of years persuading me to give you a podcast a listen, but always put it off as I'm not a parent. However, I've been in the need for a laugh recently and now cannot stop listening. Took me a while to admit to her how much I love it. As a thank you to my sister, I'd love a shout out to Fran. She is a vet physio and set up a small business called Oakwood Veterinary Physio. She covers most of Yorkshire, provides physio to horses and dogs. She's great at what she does, and I'm super proud of her setting up her own business. Her Instagram is at Oakwood Vet Physio. Thanks for all the laughs, Anna in Hull. See you on Friday, Rob, when we've got See a big Friday, old mate.
0: guest. And we'll be uh, back to full mast, I think, next week. It's just been a bit of a busy period with the live show, so. Oh
1: yeah, it's just been, it's been tough, but in a great way. kid
0: anecdotes. We'll be, we'll oh. see our children, you know. Yeah. Um, wicked. All right, then. See you on Friday. Bye. <laughs>
2: I'm Ivo Graham And I'm Alex Keeley We're stand-up comedians who love music And we'd like to tell you about our new podcast, Gig Pigs Alex and I have been watching live music together for years So we've decided to compromise this hobby, and potentially our friendship, by turning it into a project Every episode, we'll be going to a gig, and then discussing it afterwards with the friends who came along to third wheel us Asking questions like, did you enjoy the gig? Did you check the setlist in advance? Did you appreciate the artist's mid-song banter? Did this gig profoundly change your relationship with live music? Was the cloakroom cue prohibitively long? We've been to Franz Ferdinand with Rose Matafeo and Emma City, Kendrick Lamar with Phil Wang and The Cure with Cellular AB. And next month we're going with Ed Gamble to watch Napalm Death. Episodes are out from this Thursday and every Thursday thereafter until attending live music once a week with a different guest becomes logistically impossible. We have no idea how soon that could be, so join us now by going to your preferred podcast platform and searching Gig Pigs. If you like Josh Whittaker, you're in luck. That's because the co-host of Parenting Hell and The Last Leg maestro is the guest on the first episode. Of the Always Be Comedy podcast, out now, and with me, your host and MC of Always Be Comedy, James Gill. Each week, the cream of comedy curates their fantasy comedy gig, who'd open, who'd close, what gig nightmare do they never want to relive? All this and much, much more. It's essentially comedy gossip and chat.
1: You know, I remembered this the other day. My first ever gig. Oh, it was like a Friday night open mic night, and they said. We'll just announce you on when you're on. We you haven't got a running order. It's a bit freeform. I got to the end of the night and then they wrapped it up and they'd forgotten no. to put me on. Oh, and I'd no, sat there no. the
2: whole night. We've also got Stuart Lee, Harry Hill, Jen Brister, Ben Bailey Smith, Maisie Adam, Al Murray, Rachel Paris, and many, many more coming up. That's the Always Be Comedy podcast, out now with new episodes every Tuesday.
3: If you are not in the queue and you are waiting, then step to the side. He got in touch and said, yeah, sorry, mate, you didn't seem like yourself the other day. You've yeah, well, only met me three times. The self-service checkout. I don't care what you're called. I'm not getting tricked into working here. People at festivals in those stupid jester hats. I glanced at a tampon. £2.69 <laughs> for a bottle of water. Why is your Wi-Fi Social media. Why you starts guiding you I don't care We're if you're watching. Boots cut jeans.
2: What's upset you now?
3: I'm Sean Walsh. And I'm Paul McCaffrey. We are the hosts of What's Upset You Now? The UK's angriest podcast. And we are back for Series 5. yeah! We all love a good moan, don't we? And Sean and I, well, Sean mostly, are two of the best in the absolute business. And every Tuesday and Thursday, we moan about all those little things that really get our go. We also have guests. What guests have we had, Sean? We have had Romish Ranganathan, Rob Beckett, Mark Lamar, Joe Brand, Catherine Ryan, Tom Allen. 15-minute episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Brand new What's Upset You Now Series 5 out now. Oh, for God's sake.